Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 2015. Be prepared to be very inspired. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to Cars Yeah. You won't believe where I am today. I'm in Palma, Mallorca, with a very special guest by the name of Johans Lamik. Johans, welcome to Cars Yeah. Do you have any gear, and are you ready to release the clutch? Yes, sir. Thank you very much, Mark, for having me. Yes, I'm in live from Palma de Mallorca, the sunny island of uh, Spain. Oh, gosh. Beautiful, beautiful place. Oh, I can just feel the tropical breezes. It's so nice. Well, before I give you a proper introduction, we're going to talk about this project of yours, which is near and dear to my heart, called the Whale Tail Project. But first, what's one little thing that maybe people don't know about you, Johans? I'm left-handed, okay. which is weird <laughs> because I always uh, tend to um, have a weird attitude when I'm writing, when I'm handling stuff, because, yeah, I'm left-handed and I'm extremely tall. I'm 6'6", six, six, so... Yeah, it's uh, fun. the way that I move and I write and I touch things is always funny for uh, for others. Even when I play tennis with the left hand, there's like there's something wrong there. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, this is kind of fascinating, and I I've wondered if there's any correlation with creative people and being left-handed. I'll tell you, when I was a little little kid, I was ambidextrous, and unfortunately, the teachers all forced me to use my right hand, and I lost that skill set. And one of the things I learned about Leonardo da Vinci is he used to suggest to people to use both their hands all the time because the way your brain interacts if you're left-handed versus right-handed is rather different and unique. So have you found that uh, many people you meet who are left-handed are creative like you are? To be honest, that's what I've heard. And um, the, the way that I I play tennis with the left hand, but when I'm doing kitesurf, my right foot is in the front. When I was playing basketball, I'm shooting with the left hand, but the, I was better on the right side. So you know, it's yeah. um, it's very It's very very interesting. I wouldn't call myself ambidextrous because I cannot play. I cannot shoot, for example, on both sides, and I cannot play tennis on the on the right hand. But there is a lot of things that I, that I do on the right side. But I'm clearly left-handed. I'm using the pen on the left side. A little bit of Leonardo da Vinci in you there. I think. Uh, I wish when I grew up. <laughs> there you, yeah, don't we all? Man, what a what a guy he was. Well, let me give you a proper introduction. We're going to have some fun here today. Johannes Lamik is an automotive enthusiast and artist whose work is a fusion of his passion. An expression. It combines multiple techniques. Uh, his whale tail project is a Porsche-related study that pays tribute to Porsche's racing history. He reinterprets the iconic 930 turbo spoiler by reworking its shape and painting it in the most legendary racing liveries you can imagine. He only uses original Porsche parts and colors to create his pieces, so each whale tail comes with its own 30 to 40 years of road trip memories. The idea behind the drops or the drips is reminiscent of the original aerodynamic features of the object. As air is a liquid, the drops symbolize fluidity and speed. This is very cool. I think I have your imagination going now, listeners. We're going to learn more, but first a word from our sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> so give them a little love and we'll be right back. Ah, <laughs> Mallorca. 
My friends at Covercraft offer you 10 different options. That's right, 10 for your vehicle's protection. You can choose from WeatherShield HP, HD, Sunbrella, UltraTech, Reflect, FormFit, Custom View Shield, and their newest five-layer all-climate cover, three-layer moderate climate cover, and a five-layer indoor option. You have all sorts of ways to protect your car. All of these are custom-tailored by Covercraft's talented craftspeople. It's the form and fit with the quality to attention to detail that's been their standard since 1965. Surface protection is the best way to preserve the investment you've made in your vehicles. It's what I do. Covercraft protects cars, trucks, motorcycles, RVs, trailers, and watercraft too. I have a Covercraft cover for every one of my vehicles, and I've got a deal for you. If you use the code YEAH21, Y-E-A-H-21, at Covercraft.com, they'll give you 10% off your order, plus you get free shipping. That's right, 10% off and free shipping. Just use the code YEAH21 at checkout. Covercraft, protecting the things that move you. I was talking with a buddy of mine the other day, and he asked me about American Collectors Insurance. He said, while I listen to you on Cars Yeah, you're always talking about agreed value collector car insurance. Well, I insure all my cars on my regular auto insurance policy, and I've done it for years. Why use a different company for my collector cars? I get a multi-car discount. Isn't that good enough? I suggested he call his carrier and ask how much he would get if his collector car was totaled are stolen. He called back and said, boy, that was a scary conversation. Their value of my car wasn't even close to what it's really worth. Thank you for the education, Mark. So don't just hope for a fair claim settlement. Be certain and know exactly what you receive with an agreed value policy. American Collectors Insurance has been protecting enthusiasts since 1976. Give them a call today for your personal agreed value quote at 866-ACI-YEAH. That's 866 866- 224-9324. Tell them you're a friend of Mark Green's at Cars Yeah. American Collectors Insurance, classic car insurance designed by collectors for collectors, automotive enthusiasts just like you and me. They're the ones that insure my car. That's American Collectors Insurance. So, Johans, we are back. So I want to uh, dive a little deeper into the corner here, into your background before we talk about the Whale Tail Project, because you have a fascinating background. You're definitely a very intellectual guy, but you are also a very creative guy. Like we talked about left brain, right brain. I understand you studied for law degree, you played basketball, you got the hype for it, uh, and you've been an airline pilot. So uh, let's walk through your history first, and then we'll dive into the whale tail project. Yeah, the the, the other way around, um, I've always been into uh, sports and cars. And of course, because of my height, among others, I uh, started to play professional basketball. Basketball, But uh, in my family, uh, studying is very, very important. So there was no way for me to play professional basketball players, professional basketball, even if I was being paid without studying. So I was... Um, studying law for four years while playing basket basketball yeah i didn't i I decided not to continue the the law career after four years because i was not seeing myself being a being a lawyer i had other ambitions other dreams other goals than being a lawyer even if i think i i still uh, love international uh, relationship political sciences and all these things i really really love them but i was not seeing myself working in that um, field and um, yeah, after uh, the end of my basketball career, I worked for um, as a sales and marketing director for Tor for a very famous uh, electronic brand. 
for the, in the south of France. And uh, while I was uh, starting to make a little bit of money, I decided to uh, fly light airplanes because, because I was passionate about aviation as well. I had a flight simulator at my house. I was reading all these books. So I decided to start to take uh, flying lessons. And after the fly, first flying lesson, the instructor told me, uh, asked me what I was doing here. And I thought <laughs> that he was joking. Yeah. And he said that I should be an airline uh, pilot. And I, th- I really thought that he was joking. I told him that you can't be serious. I mean, I'm, I'm here to learn. Yeah. And it's just a hobby and uh, just take my money, please. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he heavily insisted. So I did my research and uh, yeah, months and months and a half after I was just, um, I took the test to get into the flight school and uh, yeah, I passed. Wow. Cool. That's how my aviation career started. And then, um, yeah, I've been flying the 737 for, uh, for 15 years. I'm an airline captain. I'm an instructor as well on the simulator and uh, line line training captain as well. And uh, yeah, I flew all of them almost all around the world in Europe, Middle East, in Africa, um, cargo, VIP. Yeah, it's been a lot of it's been a lot of fun. It's yeah. been a lot of fun, and now I'm uh, I'm doing the whale tail project. Well, let's talk about this whale tail project because I find it fascinating. I've seen you out there on the internet and Instagram, and I went, I got to talk to this guy because I've got a whale tail on the back of my car. Uh, I mm-hmm. can tell I need to keep my garage door locked. You might come and get it, but uh, yes, definitely. <laughs> But I, I'd love to think, what is the inspiration? What what started you on this project? I've always been a car guy. I like airplane, cars, and all these things, and motorbi- motorbikes as well. I've been doing a lot of um, trips in uh, in Africa and Asia. It's always road trips, uh, and m- motorcycles, and motorcycles. And uh, for my 40th birthday, um, I decided to give myself a special gift. As I, as I told you, um, I'm a car guy. And uh, for my 40th birthday, I wanted to have something special. I always had a few fun cars during my, my whole life. But uh, 40 years is a, is a step. And I wanted a classic car. And among all these cars, I selected an air-cooled 911. The reason why I selected an air-cooled 911 is because the car would be uh, a daily driver, wouldn't be a garage queen or anything like that. And the sound that the car makes, the way it looks, is not too much in your face. It's subtle. It's balanced. The shape is classic. It's, uh, it's a very, very pure experience. And I wanted something without ABS, without power steering, with no steering with nothing would be just a car and me because it's a sound of maturity maybe (laughs) you keep telling yourself that (laughs) Johans and uh, the idea behind the car that I would buy is once again for my 40th birthday so I wanted a custom car so the idea was what would if you could have only one car for the rest of your life what, it, what would it be like? What would it look like? And the idea as well would be to, if you walked into a Porsche dealership 40 years ago, 50 years ago, and you would sit down with the salesman and you would customize your own car. That was the idea. So that was the project. And then it took me quite a while to find a car, of course, because um, it would be a project car. And um, yeah, I couldn't find a car in Europe. And uh, I found some a car in uh, Florida, Sarasota, calling the owner. And uh, yeah, we spent an hour on the phone. The guy was incredible, maniac. Uh, he was keeping all the paperwork. I mean, I have like maybe 300 pages of 
all services. The car is a Targa. He changed the Targa roof. He's just like cut a piece of the new Targa roof and wrote that he changed the Targa roof on that date. I even have a bulb somewhere. He changed a bulb and he said, I changed that bulb on that day. And all these emails <laughs> that he was printing. So the car was clearly loved. And that was among the reasons why I bought that specific car because the owner truly loved his car. He kept it for a very, very long time and everything was immaculate. But the car needed the restoration. That's the only thing. But everything was in very, very good condition. So I'm wearing the money. And uh, five days after, I'm in Florida. I'm seeing the car. It's amazing. It's a 1983 um, 3.2 Targa with a G15 gearbox. Yep. And here we go. I'm turning the key. The car starts immediately. And here we go. I'm on a 75 uh, heading to Fort Lauderdale. And the smell, the noise. It was my first time driving a 911. And I, oh, I heard wow. about it, but I've never driven. I had like other things, but I never drove, an, uh, especially a classic a classic car, classic 911. And I'm in love. I'm so happy with my purchase, the way that the car drives. The steering is so direct. The noise, the suspension is so steep. The car is small. Um, the car smells. I mean, it's just an incredible experience. I'm, I'm extremely happy. And I'm dropping the car at the shipping, uh, at the sh- shipyard. And two hours after, I'm flying back to Europe and the car is being uh, transported to Europe. And yeah, around a month, a month and a half after, uh, when the car is in Europe, the car is totally disassembled because um, it's a bare metal painting. Everything would be brand new. And I felt bad. I felt extremely bad. I had a moment because... The previous owner loved his car so much. He kept everything original, all the paperwork and everything. And me, basically, what I would do is like destroy 40 years of history because I want to have my custom car. Oh, I see. Yeah. So there was a dilemma. What What am I supposed to do? Am I supposed to keep everything original? So restore the car still, but keep, you know, the original color, the original leather and everything. Or am I supposed to um, do my custom car? Because, you know, it's my car. It's, the car has a new history. So... Yeah, the, it took me quite a while to to take a decision, and finally I decided to uh, go ahead with the project and do my custom car because the car would have a second life. You know, I'm the new I'm the new owner, and it's my money. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that's right. And um, yeah, I decided to go ahead on the restoration on the restoration on the custom car, but. As a memory of the previous owner and as a memory of the previous life of the car, I decided to keep one thing. And um, my car is backdated, so I changed the hood. It has a long hood now. So at the beginning, I was thinking about keeping the hood. But I've already seen many people using the hood, hanging a hood in a car. Um, As you might have noticed, I like special things. So the hood was not special enough for me. So I passed on the hood. Um, then I was thinking about the impact bumpers. You own a 930 Turbo. Uh, so you're, you know, it's very, very 80s. Right. It's very, very Miami. It's a, it's a special feature. And I really like them, but I did not know what to do with them. And at the end, I saw the whale tail. And I've never seen anyone using whale tails. And the whale tail is iconic, of course. I mean, 930 Turbo, 80s, Miami Vice. Um, that crazy car, yeah. the Widowmaker, the Yellow Bird. I mean, we can go on and on and on. You know, the Welltel is something very, very special, very iconic. Even in the 80s, uh, Porsche used to have an advertisement called uh, Save the Whales. And you see the. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's very, very special, significant in the Porsche uh, history. So I decided to keep the Welltel. And uh, when I arrived at my house, the I saw the whale tail and 
I did not know what to do with it because at the end of the day, it's a rectangle. Okay, it's a, it was a stinky rectangle when I when I had it because and I did not know what to do with with it. It's just a red thing, you know. And so I decided to paint it into racing colors. I thought that you know maybe it would work. And then still, when I was thinking about it, um, racing colors on a, a rectangle spoiler still not special enough for me. So. At the time, I was still flying, and uh, if you look on the side of the um, 930 Turbo Spoiler, or even a classic Welltail, you will notice that it looks like a wing of an airplane. Yes. Actually, it has, it has exactly the same function. It directs air, and air is a fluid. So my idea was to give the piece its original function. Ah, yeah. And the original function of the spoiler is to direct air, and I wanted to materialize the fluidity and the speed. And that's the reason why I came up. Um, I mean, it took me quite a while, of course, to, to find uh, the, the, the way to materialize, to display fluidity and speed. And yeah, it turned out to be uh, drops, organic, natural, dripping uh, drops. And uh, that's how the first Welltail was created. Wow. And, um, <laughs> I love it. You know, this is such a cool story because I get it all, being a car guy and understanding that. And then you add the complexities of aircraft and flying and what you do as a career with your artwork and your creativity. So if you listeners can imagine a whale tail that's, I love the way you mount these two. You can either hang them on the wall or you put them on two rods down with a nice stone base. So it becomes this art object. But imagine the paint dripping off the bottom of this thing. That's the looks. And I'll put a link to his website here on his show notes page so you can go and see this. And you've done, since then, you've done, uh, I think you have several different editions of this. Martini, Gulf, the Pink Pig, one of my favorites. Brumos, of course, uh, Bayant and Rothmans that you're going to have uh, signed by Jackie X. Is that right? Yes, the first whale tail was created just for myself to display in my living room, and everyone was wondering what was I doing with that whale tail. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I organized a little gathering with a few friends, and everyone was extremely impressed and wanted me to sell it, and I, I didn't want to sell anything. Yeah. Uh, that was just a creation. I was just happy to have all my friends to show them what I did, and then they were extremely insisting, uh, insistent. And uh, I have a friend, Susan, she's, uh, I, I call her the art expert. She's going to be very happy to hear that because every, I call her the art expert. <laughs> she's not an art expert, <laughs> but I call her the art expert. That's the how we're going to call her. art expert, yes, yes. <laughs> there you go, Susan. Back in the day, she was working in an art, in a high-end uh, art gallery in Palma de Mallorca, and I showed her the, the piece. And she didn't know anything about car, uh, about cars back in the days, and she was extremely impressed, and I told her the story. Well, she sent a few emails and two weeks after um, Christopher's was calling, Christopher's magazine was calling and two weeks after I was selling the first piece. So that's how the, that's how the, the, the well tells. So I had to create a whole project around it. So it, initially it was just the Martini who was the first one came off my car. And then as you said, now we have um, Golf, uh, the Pink Pig, the Brumos, uh, the Viant, and the Rothmans uh, by Jackie X. Yeah, Jackie X is owning the number one out of 11, and uh, he will sign all the other 10, which is uh, truly special. He's one of my all-time heroes, and I'm extremely grateful and honored to have uh, him owning one of my uh, pieces. 
You know, I met him at Rensport, the last Rensport at Laguna Seca, and I walked up to him, and he was, it was kind of the end of the day two or day three, and he was sitting in a booth with a bunch of, it was the Porsche booth, and nobody was around him, which I went, oh my gosh, that's Jackie X, and nobody's sitting there. So I just went up and sat down next to him and introduced myself, and we sat there and spoke, and he was just the nicest guy. And yeah, I talk about heroes and uh, historic racing figures that are bigger than life. So I found that really cool that you're going to have him. He's going to have one of your pieces. and, and he's, owning the no, he's owning the number one yeah. um, because the Rothmans was created because 40 years ago, uh, Porsche created the Porsche 956 and they won Le Mans 1, 2, and 3. And uh, I call it the big spanking <laughs> the, because that was the car. The car was so dominant. The 956 and the 962, these cars were so dominant. And um, yeah, they're very, very significant in the in the in the Porsche legacy. And yeah, the car number one was driven by um, um, Jackie X and uh, Derek Bell. Yeah, absolutely. Very, very cool. We're going to take a short break. Thank our sponsors. We will be right back. I've teamed up with AutoGeek because... Well, they've been the leading source of auto detailing products, accessories, for more than 20 years. Their Pinnacle Sovereign Paste Wax is specially formulated from Brazilian Carnuba Wax. It's easy to apply on any paint surface and provides that warm glow that we love, especially me on my vehicles. You're going to love it too. A favorite of car shows countrywide, Pinnacle Sovereign Paste Wax from AutoGeek wipes on easily, requires no drying time, is easy to remove, and provides up to 90 days of protection against against damaging environmental contaminants. This wax is designed to exceed the standards of the most discriminating enthusiasts and collectors. Go to autogeek.net to get yours for the best product selection on the internet today, along with their very skilled technical support. autogeek.net, that's where I go for all my detailing needs. That's autogeek.net. 20, 50, or 100 years from now, will there be a workforce to care for the collector vehicles we love? With auto shop programs disappearing across the country, it's a question we enthusiasts have to ask. That's why I support the RPM Foundation, which exists to ensure that the critical skills necessary to preserve and restore these vehicles aren't lost to time. One of the many ways RPM, which is short for Restoration, Preservation, and Mentorship, is accomplishing this goal is through workforce development initiatives. The RPM Apprenticeship Program enables the next generation of artisans to earn a living while they learn the craft of restoring and preserving these vehicles directly from industry professionals. The Endangered Skills Program documents the process of masters training future craftspeople on a variety of critical skills in danger of being lost forever. For more information on how the RPM Foundation is driving the future of the collector vehicle skills trade, visit RPM Foundation today. They're one of the charities of choice here on Cars Yeah. So let's talk about inspiration in your life. Uh, we're going to be talking about maybe a special car, but I know your father had a, a Peugeot 504 convertible that I think gave you a little bit of inspiration for your fascination for cars. Is that right? Yes, uh, correct. My dad used to own a Peugeot 504 um, convertible and the color was very special that way. It was uh, like a military green, you know, it's like a dark, dark. It was a dark green with the black leather interior and with a straight six. The design of that car was by uh, Pini Farina. So the lines are just just a beautiful car. The sound as well. Beautiful, beautiful. And uh, yet yeah, I was uh, basically born in that uh, car. That's my first memory of a car. 
Wow. So it's, uh, the impact is really, really strong. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I like to ask my guests about big challenges in their life. Now, this could be in getting into the professional world as an artist, or it could have been anything else in your world. But the real reason I like to ask it is more about the lesson that it taught you, that valuable lesson that you could take forward in a very positive way. So maybe take us on a little bit of a uh, rough flight. We've all been on a few of those. Yeah, well, as you might Imagine I, ha- I had quite a few, quite a few of them, because I changed careers, changed countries. I lived in many, many countries, and you know, culture, everything. But um, if there is one thing that I could advise, or one lesson that I can um, take from all these uh, challenges, would be emotional intelligence. It's kind of weird to say that, but. Um, emotional em- intelligence is what saved me from many, many, in, from many, many situations. You know, the outside world was not looking pretty, and uh, you know, we had all these calls or the banking account, or you know, weather was not very good. You know, failures while flying and all these things, and yeah. We have to breathe in, breathe out, and take a look back, you know, and analyze the situation in a very, very calm manner and to be able to take the, the correct decision. That's what I'm teaching to all the, the my uh, students or cadets or even my fellow uh, pilots, uh, friends and colleagues that, you know, when we have a situation, don't panic. Take your time to take a correct decision, and you know we have to take uh, priorities on the on the action. So if you're flying an airplane, just fly the airplane, and then you know when the airplane is under control, breathe in, breathe out, put the autopilot, communicate with your colleague, and do things in a calm and deliberate manner. Don't panic or anything. So for me, that's a very very strong uh, thing to have and to be able to do. It's very easy to say while you're sitting there, but I mean in real life, yeah, you have to be able to recognize. Uh, when you have a situation and take action. That's it. You know, this is a really uh, important topic, I believe, because a lot of times people, when situations arise, they get emotional, uh, they kind of lose control. I mean, just look on social media today, just some of the things people post and and talk about. You go, geez, (laughs) take a breath, dude. Calm down. Exactly. Uh, You know, so so let me ask you this, because this could help somebody listening now that maybe has a, a challenge with what you call emotional intelligence. What are some techniques that you teach? And now you think about pilots. Yeah, you get into a situation up in the air and your plane's doing something it shouldn't do or something's going to happen. You've got to, there's no time to panic. You've got to keep flying, figure it out. So what are some tips or tricks you might share with people, not even necessarily as a pilot, but just as a, a human being that you've been able to manage emotional intelligence? I mean, the first thing that you should do is recognize the situation because sometimes you're just getting caught, right? You don't realize and it's, it's, it's already too late. So when you sense or when you see that, you know, for example, you, you, the way that you're breathing is getting shorter, for example, it's among, it depends on people, but for most of us is when the, you know, you're, you're breathing shorter, you're, you're, the way that you're breathing is shorter and shorter. Yeah, these are the early signs. Ah, recognizing what your body's telling you, right? Exactly. And, and then, you know, because if you're reacting, it's, it's, it's already too late. It's, it's a way too late. So, you know, being early enough, is, once again, I'm going to come back to the analogy of flying. 
But if you're flying behind the airplane, yeah, it's too late. You have to anticipate. What's what's next? You always need to ask yourself, what's next? Right. What's next? Um, yeah, when you recognize that things are about to happen, a situation will arise or someone is being nervous or whatever, don't let people drag you in their chaos. I mean, <laughs> yes. these are their problems. We yeah. all have our own issues. It's all good. You know, you don't want to be uh, judgmental or anything, but... Um, yeah, you're the one in charge of your own life and don't let anyone drag you in their chaos and everything. Breathe in, breathe out, have a look, observe, use all your senses, observe what's going on, which light is on or, you know, it's very, very important. It's the same thing as uh, driving fast. The, the faster you drive, um, you know, your field of, um, of vision is getting narrower and narrower. So if you go, if, it, if you go too fast, just slow down, but at least do um, have a better line. Yeah, you know, this is really cool. My late father-in-law was a tremendous man. He was a 33-year Marine. And I would see that guy in certain situations that had become escalated, perhaps. And he always was very calm and focused. And I asked him one time, I said, how do you do that? And he said, well, I learned it in the Marine Corps because he served in Vietnam three times in battle. And he said, when you're in a situation that's life or death, uh, you can't let, you can't, oh, I think he said it this way, you can't get into somebody else's crazy. Perfect. You have to stay in your own mindset and manage, as you said, the situation. And we see people that lose their emotions over the craziest things. You know, their, their coffee's made wrong and they, they go nuts. You just go on YouTube and you can see thousands of these crazy people going crazy over the silliest little things. And you're right. I think the key is to not let, not become someone else's crazy, you know, just Take a breath, step back, and let them go. And then, exactly, you know. not and it's not like it doesn't. It doesn't mean like being a Zen master or anything like that, right? right? But right. I mean, once again, you have to analyze the situation in a calm and intelligible manner, and to be to know what would be your response. That's it. I'm not here to say what the response should be, but at least you take a deliberate action. You acted. You didn't. You acted. You didn't react. It's very very important, and and that's the reason why. Um, we've been able to do all these things uh, during the whole year, despite the, the situation around the world, because, you know, we knew that uh, we had a lot of um, requests from all around the world and we had to travel and we respected all the, um, the regulations and everything. And everyone was wondering, why, how come that you managed to to create the Welltel project despite um, the, the pandemic and everything? I'm like, well, uh, first of all, we've been working a lot of hours, you know, with uh, Susan. We spent a lot of, lot of hours working, connecting people, sharing and uh, yeah we were not caught into all these things everyone was telling us that it was craziness that i'm a pilot i'm earning a decent amount of money why should i start uh, the welltel project i'm not an artist and all these things and well you know that's not how things work <laughs> yeah you like you have some other interests i think that's what makes you a very multifaceted diamond in the world johans uh thank you very much well you're a guy who shines and and just that little conversation we just had about emotional intelligence uh put you even on a higher platform in my world. I'll tell you that. Appreciate it. Thank you. You're Thank welcome. You. Wonderful advice. Now I'm going to, since we're in a Zen-like state here in a way, I'm going to be your automotive psychologist. So sit back on the couch and think about this. If you were manifest as a vehicle, this isn't what you want to be. This is the man you see in the mirror, who you really are inside. What would Johans be, but more importantly, why? Um, I would love to be like Exactly like my car. <laughs> okay, your Porsche. I kind of get yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's something not too much in your face, classy, 
cust uh, cust customize, you know, unique, and uh, that goes a little bit spicy, but not not too spicy and uh, very raw, analog and um, true. I'm true. I'm not too much into the. If you go to my all my social media stuff, I'm not too much into bragging in what I have, what I'm doing. You know, if you want to know anything, go on this Welltel project. But I'm not too much into. I'm more into uh, connecting with people in real life, and uh, I like uh, when things were done properly back in the days, and when bread was tasting like bread and olives were <laughs> tasting like yeah. olives, and uh, yes, that's it. Yeah, I love it. That's very cool. Hey, is there a great book that you've read that you'd like to share with our listeners today that maybe you learned from? or just enjoyed um there is a few books i mean once again it's like uh, I, I like uh, philosophy and political sciences and all this stuff it's kind of boring for most of the people <laughs> <laughs> but like a book like uh, why nation fails and sapiens and all these books oh, that's yeah. these are the these are the things that i really like i the last book that i bought is um huh, it's just sitting behind me unseen by porsche or something hold on Porsche, Porsche Unseen Design Studies. That's the name of the Porsche book. Porsche Unseen, yeah. Okay, very cool, yeah. If you like if you like design and, and you know the why the new Porsches look like that and all the crazy ideas that they had before uh, coming to a real uh, production car and all these things. Uh, it's a really, really beautiful book. I'm not done with it yet, but uh, I'm happy that I, that I bought it. I think so. Absolutely. My listeners know I'm kind of a Porsche guy, kind of a big time Porsche guy. So I'm going <laughs> to let you go on the ultimate drive. I'm going to have a fantasy run with you here today. I'm going to provide you with any vehicle in the world. You can be with anybody even somebody who's passed, and you can be driving anywhere. Now, for a guy who's very uh, multinational, multicultural, you've been all over the world, lived all over the world, this could be very interesting. So what would you be in, who would you be with, and where would you be driving? I don't like to choose. <laughs> you don't want to choose. I'm sorry, today you're going to have to, I'm going to kind of have to push you a little bit, Johans. Okay. You know, my, um, I, I would go for... Either a Porsche 904 or a 550 Spider, you know, something yeah. like that. Um, and uh, most probably a 550 Spider. I don't want to have like you're gonna, your head's going to be above the windshield because I yes, I, most I, probably. It's, I had one. Exactly. I had one that was actually a Beck Spider. It wasn't a real one, but it was uh, built by John Wilhoyd, who spilt, who restores beautiful Porsches. And uh, I'm not a tall guy, but your head's going to be above the windshield, just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> I I like I like uh, open 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 cars. Form. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I love them, and um, I would go with Mister Jackie X. Oh, I would go with him. Yeah, and we would go maybe uh, Targa Florio or something like that in all these crazy curves at a good pace because you know the five cc spider is not like a thousand horsepower or something. Right, but right. I mean, you know, shifting, downshifting, heel toe. And, uh, you know, ex being exposed to it, to the elements and the smell and the oil and the tires squirkling. I mean, you know, the ultimate experience. That's what that's what I like. You know, when things are um, very um, raw and real. I love it. That sounds like fun. So that wasn't so hard, was it? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, pretty easy. So before I let you go, I want to ask you for... Maybe a parting words of wisdom, inspiration, something like that. Is there something you could share with us today to inspire our listeners? Well, first of all, I would like uh, to um, 
tell the people they should be true to themselves, that they're the creators of their own life. So don't try to copy, don't, you know, social life, social media, social media, what we see on TV, you know, it's distraction, you know, it's very entertaining. I love to watch TV, I love social media as well, but that's not who you are. This shouldn't define who you are. We shouldn't, you know, we're all unique. God created us all unique. We all have a special set of skills and we should develop it. And if we don't know what it is, we have to discover it and we shouldn't copy. We should be true to ourselves. And yeah, and I'm going to come back to the emotional intelligence as well. It's not what other people think that you are. And uh, yeah, I want everyone to be in peace with themselves and uh, just be happy. And um, I hope that we're going to, they're going to find their true purpose, life purpose. Be true or to yourself. Pur- or purposes, or purposes. Or, we don't have yes, only one. We yes. have multiple. So well, it's unlimited. It's unlimited. No it, it really is. Yeah, that's the great thing about what you're doing. Uh, you know, you listeners, it's real easy to find out more about what we discussed today at thewhaletailproject.com. Uh, I'll put a link to that on the show notes page. Now, you have some events coming up this year. I wanted to, to walk through them. You're going to be at uh, the Amelia this year? Yeah, we're going to be at the Amelia. We're um, something special with Jackie, I'm not supposed to say. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> um, yeah, we, we, we have quite a, quite a few events for, for the event list. Um, they're always on uh, the website okay. or we're announcing them. The main channel is um, Instagram. And we're an- announcing them. We have quite a few of them uh, in uh, Florida after Emilia. And we have a special, special uh, client of mine that we're doing an event in San Francisco as well. So it's going to be fairly busy. We're heading to Dubai as well. Porsche is doing something special down there. So we're invited. Um, in uh, Europe as well, we have quite a few events. But I mean, you have to follow the wealthelproject.com for the website or uh, on Instagram to have all these events. And, you know, it's always dynamic. Um all the time that I leave the island for <laughs> for a few days or for a few weeks, it ends up being months. Yeah. Oh. The last the last trip was supposed to last three weeks, and we ended up staying two months oh again because yeah, we have a lot of positive responses. Everyone wants to see the whale tails. You know, I'm doing only nine series of eleven pieces, so everything is extremely limited and. Um, yeah, everyone is uh, happy to see them, to discuss about cars, and it's all about sharing. It's it's a, it's a lot about the people. I'm very very happy to meet all these these people talking about cars and and sharing. You are living a spectacular life, and I want to do a shout out. Thank you. You mentioned Susan uh, Frani. Is it Frania? Frania, 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 Frania. Frania. Yeah, I want to do a special uh, shout out. Thank you to Susan Frania. She's the one who helps set us up today. She's the CEO of the Whaletail Project. She's uh, doing an awesome job for you. So she connected Johans and I today. Johans, hey, thank you, my friend, for being so generous with your time and your expertise and your passion and sharing your experiences. Absolutely spectacular what you're doing. Until you and I talk again, my friend, I'll see you down the road or maybe up in the air. (laughs) <laughs> Thanks, Mark. Appreciate it. Thank you for having me today and, uh, and God bless you. Oh, well, thank you so much. I've discovered Linkage. It's a new quarterly publication and website that covers the automotive market, driving, restoring, collecting, and discovering your passion for motor vehicles. Linkage is about experiences, opinions, and values. Linkage is an actual, informed, reasoned opinion based on first-hand experiences. A talented Linkage team covers the automotive world, the people who share your passion and mine 
smart, considered, rational, and experienced opinions, ones you can learn from and grow. That includes our passion that drives auctions and the collector car market. So come with me and join us on this journey. And be sure to use the code CARSYEAH when you subscribe, and they'll give you $10 off. Boom! Linkage, geared for the automotive life. Subscribe today at LinkageMag.com. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah.